We've already been blessed in so many ways this morning, hearing God's word, hearing special music. And now as we take a moment to hear God's word, we pray that it will bring comfort and joy and healing to all of us, the body of Christ. Now, I don't have a sermon series in the month of October, but each Sunday we have something special going on. This Sunday we have the World Communion Sunday. Next Sunday, we're going to have Laity Sunday, which all the lay people in our church will be leading in the service with announcements, with prayer. So that'll be kind of cool to see that. On the 22nd of October, we, we're going to have our children led. So the children will be leading in all aspects of worship that day. So it'll be kind of special. On the 29th, we'll have several people joining our church, maybe some baptisms. And also, we will have our Methodist missionary, Mike and Sherry Morrissey's, uh, who have served in the church in Thailand, uh, instrumental in starting the churches there. They will be in worship with us on that Sunday. We'll be sharing about what God is doing on the 29th. So please do not miss out any of the Sundays in October because it will be a blessing to all of us. I want to read this morning from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12 to 27 on the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in the one spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. Indeed, the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot would say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear would say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? And if the whole body were hearing, where would the sense of smell be? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many members, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the members of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And those members of the body that we think less honorable, we clothe with great honor, and our less respectable members are treated with great respect. Whereas our more respectable members do not need this, but God has so arranged the body, giving the greater honor to the inferior members, that there may be no dissension within the body, but the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together with it. If one member is honored, all rejoice together with it. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. This is the word of God for the people of God. Be to God. Amen. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Lord Jesus, we come to this time of hearing your word. We pray 
that you will open our heart, open our mind, that, Lord, we may receive whatever you have to say to us. So come, Holy Spirit, in this time of preaching and give us your word that will touch our lives and that we will leave this place touched and encouraged by your presence. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We are the body of Christ. Our scripture focus for today is from 1 Corinthians 12, 27, where it says, Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. I want us to think for just a moment on the word body of Christ. This is a very special word, the body of Christ. That means when we say we are body of Christ, we are connected to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. When we say we are body of Christ, we are saying we belong to Christ who prays earnestly in the garden of Gethsemane. This is the same Jesus who before he was arrested, who before he was crucified, was in the garden of Gethsemane praying for you and me. He had the, the, the guilt of world and the sin of the world upon himself and he was praying in the garden of Gethsemane. Father, if it is your will, let your will be done. We belong to the same Christ whose hands were pierced. You see, when the Bible says that Jesus was nailed to the cross. The nails were put in his hand. We belong to the same Christ who we call ourselves as the body of Christ. We belong to the same Christ who was given crown of thorns on his head. I want to read this scripture, Matthew 27, 27 to 29. Then the governor's soldier took Jesus into praetorium and gathered the whole company of soldiers around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him and then twisted together a crown of thorns set on his head. We belong to Christ Jesus who, who was pierced, who received the crown of thorns on his head. We also belong to the Christ whose side was Pierce. The Bible says in John 19, 34, Instead, one of the soldiers pierced Jesus with a spear, bringing a sudden flow of blood and water. You see, friends, we belong to the body of Christ. We remember today that the blood of Jesus Christ was shed for me. When the spear was put inside of the side of Jesus, it probably reached to the heart, and that was almost like the end of that person. That means that the death of of Jesus Christ was a reality. He was not just hanging on the cross, but when the spear, the spear was pierced, it, it went into his body, into his heart, and that's why the water and the blood came out of it, and that was the end of the person at that time. But we also know that we belong to a Christ who died, who rose again, and who is coming back. Amen? We are the body of Christ, not of a dead Christ. We are a part of the body Christ who not only died, but he rose again, and he is in this sanctuary this morning. We belong to the body of Christ. You see, friends, I want us to look to your neighbor on your right and left and tell them you are important to the body of Christ. Can you do that? Turn to your neighbor and say, you are important to the body of Christ. Every person seated in this sanctuary and those who are watching us online, we need to remember that each one of us is important to this church. It's important to the body of Christ as a worldwide church, but especially in our context, every person seated here is important to the Lord Jesus Christ and important to this church. Not only are we important to the body of Christ, but the Bible also teaches us that each one of us has been given a gift and a talent. 
And in this church, we have people that serve in different ways. But every person has received a gift and talent to be in this place. You see, you could be in any place. You could be at any church at this season of your life. But this time, I want you to think about God in his grace and mercy has placed me at Georgetown first for this season of my life so that I can use my gift and my talent to help the body of Christ and to reach people for his kingdom with whatever he has given me. So you are not here by accident. God in his grace and mercy has brought you here, especially in this service, to remind us that you are here not only so that you can receive the word of God, but also after receiving, using that word, using your gift to be able to help your church and your community reach the kingdom of God. You see, friends, as a body of Christ, we have only one mission and one purpose. Our one mission and one purpose is to know Christ and to make him known. Every time we gather for worship. Every time we gather for Wednesday night dinner, every time we gather for Sunday school, every time we gather for small group, we are gathering so that we can know Christ deeply. Not just know him in our mind, but that we can experience him every time we gather in his name. And as we know Christ, then God begins to use us to make him known. That is the purpose of the body of Christ. That is the purpose of the, the church in this community, that we may know Christ and that we may make him known in our neighborhood, in our family, in our sphere of influence. Now, why the body of Christ? There are several reasons I want to share with us today. We are the body of Christ to each other. We are the body of Christ to each other. Why, why do we need each other? You see, friends, we need each other for encouragement and support. We need each other on our difficult days to stand with us, to encourage us. We need each other to pray fervently for each other. That's the body of Christ, caring for each other. The Bible is full of this phrase, one another one another. And I want to read a few scriptures that points to the fact, what is the role of the body of Christ? What does it mean to be part of a church? It means that we care and pray for one another. I want to read just a few scriptures that talks about what is the role of a body of Christ, the church of Jesus. John 13, 34 and 35 says, a new command I give you, Love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciple. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5.11, Therefore, encourage one another. See, again, it's, it's teaching us that as we are part of the body of Christ, we are here for one another, to love one another, to encourage one another. The Bible also teaches us in Galatians 6.2, bear with one another's burden, so fulfill the law of Christ. What it is saying is that we all have troubles in our life, we all have burdens in our life, but we, when we gather in, in worship, when we gather as a body of Christ, we come to share our burdens with each other. We're like a family, right? We care for each other. We share our burdens so that we don't have to do this alone. 
The Bible says in Colossians 3.13, Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. The Bible also teaches us in Ephesians 4.2, Be completely humble and gentle and be patient, bearing with one another in love. In Ephesians 5.19, it says, Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. So we are a body of Christ for each other. For each other. Caring for each other, loving each other, supporting each other, praying for each other. That's what makes the body of Christ. Now, the second thing I want to share today is not only do we care for each other, but we are the body of Christ to suffer with. The Bible teaches us in this scripture that I shared with you, 1 Corinthians 12, 26, it says, If one member suffers, all suffer together with it. If one member is honored, all rejoice together with it. The word suffer with comes from a Greek word, sympasko, which means to experience pain jointly or of the same kind, especially persecution. To sympathize means to suffer with. This week, I was talking to two of my friends. They live in different, different states, and they called because they, they just needed prayer. They had things going on in their life. And so I said, I, I listened to them, and I began to pray with them. And as I listened to their concern and I began to pray with them, I could feel their pain. I could feel their, whatever they were going through, I could feel. And so, friends, that is the body of Christ when we can call someone and say, hey, would you pray with me? Would you listen to my concern? Would you pray with me? You see, friends, in, in this place, Georgetown first, first of all, I want to share that, that we suffer we suffer with our personal family. What I mean by that, we all have someone this morning on our heart. We have people in our family. We have children. We have friends. We have coworkers who are going through a hard time. And one of the ways we can be a body of Christ to them is just being there for them, to be available to pray with them, to listen to them, to walk this journey with them. These are personal family. Then, not only do we experience and sympathize with them, but we, we suffer with our church family. I want us to know this, friends, as a, as a church family at Georgetown First, friends. Friends, if you are struggling in any way, in your personal life, in your marriage life, or any way, you need to know that this is a place where you can come and reach out. If you need prayer, reach out, and we will pray with you. We will stand with you. We will walk with you. That's what the body of Christ is about, that we have someone that we can reach and we can lean on to. Amen? Suffer with body of Christ. We suffer also with our community. We have people in our community that are hurting, that are discouraged. And as a church, we do all kinds of outreach. We do outreach to reach people, to, to reach them. But our goal is that so that we can build relationship with people. And we can listen, and we can hear, and we can feel what they are feeling. And then we can minister to them. And we can reach them. And we can pray for them. And we can bring them to Jesus. You see, friends, we suffer with our personal family, with our church family, with our community, and we suffer with our church worldwide. You see, friends, this morning, not around the world, there are many places where people cannot worship like we are worshiping this morning. 
because it's dangerous for them. Because the moment they, they come out and open the Bible, they will be persecuted, they will be put in jail, they'll be, they'll be beaten for, for preaching the gospel. And so this morning we take a moment and, and we pray for our persecuted brothers and sisters who are facing persecution for living for Jesus, for, for teaching and, and doing what God has called them to do. It should touch our heart. Suffer with. Suffer with our family, suffer with our, our church family, suffer with our community, suffer with our church worldwide. I want us as a church to look around our church. You know, if you see, if you see anyone missing church for four or five Sunday and they sit in your neighborhood, reach out to them and call them and tell them, I have missed you. That's what the body of Christ is about. We are always attending. A lot of times I'm scanning on Sunday morning, who is not here? And oftentimes I try my best to, to call or text you, right? To make sure, hey, I missed you at church. And, and on Sunday I'm not really, you know, it's not like I'm, I'm really after you. I really want you to know I care about you. And when you're not here, I want you to know we have missed you. You are important to this church. You have a significant role in this church. And so, friends, I encourage you, look around where you are seated. Connect with the people and reach out to them. Now, I just want to share some practical ways how we can be a body of Christ this morning. Lord Jesus, help us to be the body of Christ. Six ways I can share with you. Number one, Lord, please use me through my eyes. Lord, please use me. Open my eyes when I come across people. Let me look into their eyes. A lot of times as you look into people's eyes, you can see if they're going through a good time or a difficult time. And you can respond. Look, look through the eyes. And then as you look through the eyes, also help me the body of Christ through my mouth. You see, God has given us mouth to lift people up, to speak words of encouragement, to, to speak hope to them. And it can be within our church, it can be within our community, it may be people that may come in your path at a grocery store. God, please use my mouth to be the body of God. Thirdly, through your ears, listening, listening as a body of Christ, I'm listening as people are talking to me. I can be a body of Christ, I can be a representative of Christ through my eyes, through my ears, through my mouth, through my hands. Lord. Use my hands. And we can use our hands to write a note of encouragement. We can use our hands to pat someone in the back. We can use our hand to walk with someone. Friends, we all know someone that can be touched and blessed with the body of Christ. You can use our feet. And feet may be walking an extra mile with someone. Who is that person that I can walk an extra mile with? And then through our heart. Lord, give me a heart of prayer that I can pray for people that are hurting, that are on your heart. I want to be the body of Christ. Friends, I tell you, the church can also be a lonely place where we come and gather and we go back home. And no one knows sitting next to me what I'm going through in my life. And so it is so important for the body of Christ that we are sensitive, that God brings people to us, that we can reach to them and we can pray with them, and we can walk with them, and we can encourage them. Let us be the body of Christ. Amen. Open our eyes, Lord. Open our ears, Lord. Open our mouth, Lord. Open our hands, Lord. Open our feet, Lord. That we can be a body of Christ. 
to someone. 